allow that Tibetan Tingsha chime to just penetrate your soul for just a moment. Just take five seconds to just breathe and be in this moment. And let's get into Hooker's Uncut Gems. I'm back, y'all. I'm back. It's Hooker's Uncut Gems. And it's your girl, Jazz. And it's been like a year since I've been here. Like a year since I've been here with you guys. And so much has changed. And I can't wait to share it all with you. This will be an update. Um, It will also be an expansion of all of my services. It'll be catch-up time. It'll be a release. I've been having so much like of a blockage just getting things off my chest and wanting to go live, wanting to do different things. And I'm like, all right, back to Hooker's Uncut Gems. So let's get into this episode. We are going to go back a year from today. Well, maybe not exactly today, but we're going to go back a year, okay? (laughs) Who got bars? So let's just catch up. A year ago, I was still teaching or I just opened up my books, but I was still teaching full time. So I was still kind of doing donation readings uh, about a year ago. Um, definitely not doing that anymore. (laughs) I value my time and I value my offerings to the world. And I've learned so much over the last year. It would be completely foolish not to, um, have a proper energy exchange for my offerings. So, um, anyways, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. I was teaching, I was teaching, um, high school culinary arts and I really loved it. I was embracing all the things. My students were loving me. They really enjoyed me. Um, and, There were just things changing ultimately around the world and in the school system that just did not make me feel comfortable. So eventually I was just like, nah, bruh, like I know something's going to have to change. So around November last year, um, last year being 2020, um, around November last year, I was like going through this major Oh my gosh, I, I, I have this, I feel like I'm going to be asked to leave my job soon. I felt like I just had this calling to leave my job. And I was like, what does that mean? You know, I was like, do I have to leave my job now? Do I have to leave by January because my lease is up in January? How, where am I going to go live? Do I need to go move with my sister? Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, I went kind of crazy and I was looking for options. I had told my apartments I was not going to renew the lease, um, but they ratchet. So whenever I reneged on them, they were like, okay. <laughs> but um, like, it was just a lot going on. Um, I was still not really dating. Um, just, you know, talking to people here and there, you know, taking my taking my spiritual growth very serious and also taking myself very serious in business, eventually saying I'm not going to do any more uh, donation-based readings because I what I'm giving is real. I even coined, um, like, and I probably was saying it before I even got off of uh, my podcast, I read energy I don't miss. And it's true. <laughs> I read energy. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and I don't miss. So, <laughs> so yes, um, 
I I met with my mentor also in November, which was really empowering because she introduced me to um another YouTuber. Um, because my mentor is also, um, she's also on YouTube, but I met her in person actually. So, you know, I love her enough. She's the bomb.com on a CD ROM. I could call her a friend now and I hope that she can say the same for me. Um, anywho, um, I met her in person. She introduced me to, um, another YouTuber's channel and she, you know, just told me a little bit about what was coming, what was to come. Um, because, you know, there was that big shift in December, you know, where everybody was like, oh, this is going to happen. We're going to be floating. We're going to be see-through. We're going to, I don't know, all the crazy things that they would throw out there, the conspiracy theories, all types of stuff. I probably fed into them at some point. But anyways, <laughs> um, so I um was having this call to leave my job and as I was having this call to leave my job I was like you know panicking I went through this process then eventually I was like you know I'm gonna wait I prolonged it I was like I'm gonna wait until after spring break and then somebody was like well why are you gonna wait until after spring break school's almost over you may as well wait till the summer that way you could be getting paid throughout the summer and I was like ah yeah. All right. So I was like, that wasn't really my plan. I kind of wanted to like free ball it and like go poof on the ass. But, you know, it wasn't even that I didn't like my job. I really appreciated my job. I had gratitude for my job and the things that it was able to afford me like a day off, actually like six months off from actual <laughs> actual working and still being paid while um, the pandemic was heavier and things and things. So um, I appreciated my job. I appreciated it thoroughly. I appreciated that I had, for the most part, balance and that the only things that I would complain about were just that I did not feel that my purpose was being met there. So, um, oh, I should probably get to that. I didn't feel like I was like, I didn't feel like I was getting the most out of what I was doing. I, I started in January looking um, listening to more Alan Watts and Abraham Hicks and um, eventually Neville Goddard and all of this. And then also the channelings of Quo from Brian Scott's channel on YouTube. It was just like all of these different things were just downloading more and more information for me. So I was like just learning more and becoming more accepting of a reality that I could actually shape and um create from my own thoughts and things and you know at first it seemed like oh my gosh what the hell is this <laughs> this sound like the stuff crazy people be into the stuff I could never follow but I don't know what happened there was a current I could catch it I caught the current then I was following the current all the way to um all the way to uh the law of manifestation and as I was still you know in working and things like that, I had changed, you know, over time I would come in because I had made the decision for sure. I had made the decision that I was going to leave and my, my coworker wasn't too happy about that. And she's a great friend of mine. Um, so I don't mean to diminish her to just a coworker, but, um, she wasn't too pleased knowing that her work bestie was leaving. And, um, she, 
Oh, shucks. The air is about to come on. It's going to get noisy. Let me pause that for just a second. So my work bestie wasn't too pleased knowing that I was thinking about leaving or knowing that by then I had made a very firm decision that I was not about to stay at this job. So she um, she would say things throughout the day that let me know, like, I'm not going to go in there knowing how she's feeling. Um, and, you know, I think that at work I would provide somewhat of a backboard for her emotional distress that she could bounce that off of, you know, and I'm just light, you know, I don't feed too far into it. I'm a kind of neutral party um, for just about any and everything, no matter even if I take your side. So I think she understood that. And she was realizing that she wasn't going to always have that um, at work with her anymore. So it it made me not always want to go and speak with her because I just would instantly feel that sadness of she's going to be leaving me. And I was like, uh-uh, girl, we ain't going to do that because I don't want you to sway me to stay. So, um, but eventually, um, between her and my, my assistant principal, they swayed me to stay. It failed, so on and so forth. I won't even linger too far in anything um just to say that I did eventually quit my job and I was very, um, I, I still feel that I made the right decision um, and I'm very confident that I did make the right decision. So I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of chilling. But um, there were several things along the way that really could have deterred me from my journey. Like, um, like I said, my friend, um, kind of, if I would have considered more so her feelings of me leaving versus me not leaving, or if I would have actually listened to my assistant principal who had no pool, but they asked me to stay and then, uh, turned around and hired, uh, someone else. <laughs> or if I actually, now this one, I need you all to listen to because, um, this is an uncut gym, uh, when searching, not even when searching. Any spiritual advice that you receive, any spiritual advice that you receive, make sure you do your work. You know, it is okay to read um, the energy of someone at a market or at an event where you know for sure that they have, uh, that they present in a non-physical energy that comes with them that uh they claim to be in connection with so um there was a time in which I just thought with my happy ass uh, I was in a supportive moment for my friend and I was buying her products and next to her was a woman who um I felt like oh my gosh another black woman who is um who seems to be uh, doing the same type of work that I do, I want to support her. And I don't like to buy people's crystals because I just don't. So I was like, maybe I can let her give me a reading. Now I'm going to stop here and just let you know, do not get a reading from anyone who you have not naturally filled them out all the way. And for me, I know this seems like such a rookie mistake. Ha! I felt like such a clown when I let it happen to me. But, um, what I did was I, I eventually I was just like what I understood from this 
was who I did not want to be anytime that I offered my services. Um, I applaud that woman and I hope that she has continued growth and success in her business. And I have gratitude for the moment that I learned from her, but it also swayed me in the wrong direction. But um, I encourage you always, always, always um, feel out the energy. Don't just be being nice, happy, happy-go-lucky, gullible, you know, naive, because everyone's energy does not operate in the same integrity as yours. And that is not to say that this woman's did not have this, that this woman did not have integrity as she did what she did. But it was just a matter of, uh, you have to really kind of check yourself and, and, and take yourself serious enough to know what it is that you're trying to gain by going into spiritual advisement from someone. And I already knew who I had as a mentor and who I trusted as a mentor and how naturally I flowed to her. It did not feel like I was trying to just support someone. And also on the same token, um, you know, it almost felt like, you know, in reflection, it reminded me of white saviorism. If you've ever heard of that term where it's like, oh, let me help. Like as if you're giving a charity um, and nobody needs your charity. Um, you know, I wonder how insulting it must have felt to her to say for me to say, I was just trying to support you, girl. I don't believe what you're saying. You know, I wonder how disrespectful that may have sounded to her because I know how I would have taken it. So I hope that I can uh, lift that disrespect if she felt it, felt it, you know, energetically. But, you know, don't have this attitude as if like I'm just about to go show love. No, no, no. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that lets you know how much you don't take you're serious or take your spirit serious because you would also realize that uh, your, your energy does not have to associate with everybody and everybody who looks like they do what you do do not do what they do in the way that you do it you understand so for me I understood at that time uh, a difference between myself and other women who may do what I do or do things uh, with the same pursuance that I may uh, do it. And you know what I'm saying all this in a way to say they may also uh, be spiritual advisors to some extent. That don't mean that they got to be yours. All right. <laughs> but anyways, a couple of things kind of throw me threw me off my path. And then uh, but they didn't really throw me off my path. They encouraged me to um, embrace my vacations that I took earlier in the summer. Um, I went to uh, Cancun, Tulum, Playa del Carmen, and back to Tulum. And I also went to Cabo this summer, all enjoying each of these moments and enjoying the fulfillment that came with them um, for each of their special purposes. And it was just really great. Um, so I don't feel like I made a mistake in listening to this woman because I spoke to that woman, all these things, all these deterrents happened, like probably, um, a few weeks before school was about to end. So it was like, make a plan, girl, make a plan, girl, make a plan. You about to end. You about this about to stop this about, you know, your, your honey pot about to, about to be dried up now. So, um, <laughs> Um, I was like, okay, what do I do? So I went on vacation. I came back refreshed though. And, um, I didn't necessarily have a plan, but I was open to God leading my footsteps. 
Um, when I before I left and even when I came back, I was heavy into Neville Goddard. Neville Goddard really focuses on um, you embracing that God lives as you through you and that you can make a lot of things happen embracing that. So I went from this non-denominational spiritualist to becoming a mystic. And I think that's pretty much like in a nutshell, like (laughs) what is going on over the last year. Um, There's going to be some ideas that you'll hear from me over the next. I don't know how frequently I am going to record and put out Hooker's Uncut Gems, but I do know that I am starting up another season, probably weekly. So, um, yeah, there's that. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> let's not digress. Um, I uh, have also opened up more in my business. Uh, I skipped some things along the way, along the journey of the process of the school year and leaving my job. Um, but I... As you guys know, I've been doing energy work for a while um, to some extent. So um, this next bit probably will not come as a surprise. However, I have become a Reiki master. I now can do distant healing. I can, Well, I can do all of the Reiki things. I am a holy fire Reiki um, practitioner and teacher and um I can now um, actually certify Reiki masters. I can certify Reiki level one and two for Usui Holy Fire Reiki, okay? And I'm really excited about that because Reiki actually has been very beneficial to me. I I mean, like the most common that I use it, I'm not even going to lie, the most common that I use Reiki is actually whenever I wear acrylic nails, when I wear... Um, when I get my nails done, because I'm always jamming my fingers or catching my finger on something. So I'm always using Reiki and it's like, it's so beneficial to use. Um, sorry for that sound. I'm sitting on an air mattress in my living room, but, um, so I use Reiki literally to heal my hands. I use Reiki to heal others. Um, I've also gotten deeper with my mediumship. Um, I offer now uh, meditation courses or meditation uh, videos. I will script you a meditation and make you a video for it. Um, I also, of course, I have my soul sessions, which are now expanding to even more within those soul sessions because I have newer forms of divination. Um, I think at the time I was still kind of learning more about tarot. Tarot still is not my fave. I really prefer my music tarot deck, which is my playlist that I've created specifically for myself to understand people's issues as well as, um, just using my mind and trying to fill into people's situation, moments of silence. I've probably gotten worse at meditation personally, but I've done very well at helping others achieve it, especially my students. They used to ask me, Mies, Mies, can we meditate? And I'm like, you know what? Normally I'd say no, 
But this time I'm going to say yes after lunch. So we'd meditate and they'd really enjoy it. They found a lot of pleasure in it. They found a lot of grounding and relaxation in it. Um, so I have that. Um, I also have YouTube, um, but I don't be using it. <laughs> you will probably see more from me on YouTube in the coming months. But um, So I am pretty active. Well, let me stop lying to y'all. I'm a little active on Instagram and I am in the process of creating a schedule that can work for me so that I can create content and stop being lazy because I just be like, no, they're not going to like it. My hair is ugly. Oh my gosh. I'm so tired. I ain't tired. I don't do shit. So, <laughs> but anyways, um, all of these things, um, I have been doing a lot over the last year, and I look forward to sharing in some of that with you. I also, um, I also would like to start um, start in the direction of specifically catering to a certain demographic of women, and that is those women who are fed. Uh, because I used to be you and now that I have conquered so many more things I've learned so many more things I have an expansion of knowledge that um, I can share on a higher level Um, I want to share that with you and inspire light in you and that means that sometimes these conversations are going to be a little deeper. These conversations may be, um, I won't say triggering, but they will probably get down deep to the core for you. And I encourage you to embrace those things, do some shadow work, do inner child healing, whatever that is, because I am not trying to be just that regular as a person who is just trying to make you listen to them for no reason. No, no, no. We are listening here to heal. We want to be inspired, empowered, encouraged. All right. We want our spiritual garden to grow and to be abundant in seeds, to be abundant in harvest, right? We want that for our spiritual selves. So with that, I want to help you attain that and I want to assist you because I don't do your healing for you. You do your healing, but I want to help you get there and I know that you can and I know that you will. So um, I'm going to shorten up this episode. Um, There may be one more segment added or something like that, but I just want to tell you uh, where you can find me and that is on twitter at hooker be knowing h-o-o-k-e-r-b-e-k-n-o-i-o excuse me h-o-o-k-e-r-b-e-k-n-o-w-i-n-g okay hooker be knowing all one big word on twitter and on the instagram Okay. Also on Clubhouse and on TikTok. Um, you can find me in all of those places. And you can also email me at hookerbeknowing at gmail.com. On my link in my bio for Instagram, you will find my link tree, which has all the ways you can donate to my process and progress, the energy exchange. Okay. 
Here's how you can exchange energy with me. You can hit the button in my link tree and send a donation amount. I appreciate all forms of energy exchange. Um, And you can also just go ahead and book a service with me because I love to get to know the people who are listening to me. I love to get to know the people who are needing my light who are specifically desiring my light, I know that there is someone who I am specifically reaching for, and I know that you are calling specifically for me. So whenever you are feeling the need, you can go to Hooker Be Knowing at Instagram and hit that book now button and see which of these services may be yours. It may be Reiki. It may be a soul session. It may be a quickie for the soul. Who knows? Um, Whatever that service may be. Maybe you even want to just learn Reiki. Whatever that service is. Go over there and check me out. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up right here. This will probably be my briefest episode, probably. Uh, But this is a mini episode. You know, I get a little bit more lengthy than this. I think on our next episode, we're going to get into some real stuff. So I hope that you are feeling harmonious, whole, and complete. Okay? You be well and whole and harmonious. I don't know why, but I felt like I couldn't leave you there. So I'm sorry, but the episode is still going to be a little mini. Um, However, I just wanted to extend a little further on that. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, during this process over the last year, um, I've learned a lot of things. I've learned about my body, I've learned about my spirit, I've learned about my mind, and I've learned about myself as a whole, and I just want to encourage you that if there is something, if if, y'all, I'm so childish, y'all, I just thought about Carisha, now, if you don't know who Carisha, the City Girls is, and she was like, I don't like talking to y'all because y'all always want to talk about something. Y'all always want to talk about something, very much something. Y'all always want to talk about something. (laughs) I don't know why. I can't ever be serious. Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay. If there's something that you have been wanting to pursue, pursue. Um, If there is... If you are in a job that you are either dissatisfied with or you know that there is something that brings you more purpose and fulfillment that you have already begun to do, I encourage you to ask your guides, your ancestors, um, your mentors even, what maybe you could do to strengthen that purpose of yours or to find purpose in your life. To find purpose, I encourage you to realize what you enjoy doing and you feel like you could do this thing every day and also something that isn't just tied to the money because when you get when the money starts flowing you you realize like man this is cool I want more of it but that's the void that can never be filled you know you'll always want more money there will never be enough money um so you know, let's not focus on the money part of it because that that need for money comes from somewhere. 
that need, that constant desire, that that constant feed for the money. I want the lottery. You know, one day I had a moment where I was like, ooh, I want to win the lottery. I feel so lucky today. I bet if I go in there, I could win the lottery, man. I just know I could go win the lottery. And then I, I made it a part of my day. I was like, I'm going to go to this place first. Then I'm going to go to H-E-B and I'm going to go get me a lottery ticket whenever I go to H-E-B. And then I had thought about it before I even pulled out to head to H-E-B. I was like, hold on. But if I win the lottery, will I still want to do the things that I actually want to do? Will I still accomplish myself as an established um, spiritual advisor and life coach and all of those things? Like, will I really pursue that if I already had the money jump right before me. If I, you know, I want to attain these things um, and I want to be able to attract and manage wealth in a way that is fulfilling to both my myself and to, to my spirit, you know, to my physical self and to my, to my non-physical self, you know, the self that always reaches for hope. You know, I want to not just tie that purpose to money because the money will come. So I was listening to this thing by, uh, it was a Jim Carrey speech, actually, and he was speaking about how, you know, you could spend so much time, you could spend so much time working at a job that you dislike, you could spend so much time doing something that you don't want to do and getting the results that you dislike and displease, that you're not happy with. Or you can do something that you love and take the same risk, right? But that's probably not gonna happen. You're probably gonna be very fulfilled. It may not happen immediately, but you're going to enjoy the journey a little bit differently also. So, I mean, it was just beautiful thinking about it in that way and letting that, allowing that to transform my mind you know, from a place of, do I really, you know, and and then realizing that was I attaching my job, was I attaching my job to the purpose that I had in myself? No, I was still going to receive the abundance as long as I believe that the abundance would continue to be in flow. And yes, it has continued to be in flow. Does it flow in the same way? Not exactly. (laughs) Not yet. But, um, I don't focus on the fact that it doesn't flow exactly in that way yet because everything is always working out for me. And I encourage you to trust. You know, there are parts of me that I can honestly say, I don't know what's going to happen next. But the, the beauty in all of this, and I've gotten to a place to understand that not knowing what's going to happen is what makes for the surprise. I got a a surprise party this year from some of my closest friends and um, my closest family. Um, And it was such a good time. I had such a good time. And I almost ruined my own surprise because I wanted to divine. I wanted to set myself up. I wanted to prepare once I already knew some things, once I could figure some stuff out. I almost ruined my surprise. And then when I had a moment that I felt like, ah, somebody ruined my surprise, I was like, damn, Jazz, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Because if you just be quiet, you would understand that the surprise is the fun part. If you ask too many questions, you will ruin the surprise. But 
I did learn that moving some things out of the way made way for more beautiful things. Oh my gosh, I lost weight, y'all. And I've been losing weight, but I lost even more weight. I lost even more weight, right? And it continues to fall off of me. Um, but I'm knowing that the weight that I'm losing is also, um, it's also ideas that no longer serve me. It's also energy that no longer serves me. It's also, uh, thoughts about myself that I no longer have that I don't even have to cling to anymore. So with that being said, for real, I encourage you, follow me on the gram, y'all, whether you book a service or not. Um, I know earlier in the episode, I kind of talked about my services and I, you know, I just talked about those, but follow me on the gram because I still have my Instagram lives. I do Instagram reels, TikToks and things. All right. And I tweet here and there. So um, follow me there. Get to know me like because. How will you know if you really want to book a reading if all you hear me on is this thing right here, <laughs> right? So I'm not worried about any of that. Um, go over to the socials at Hooker Be Knowing and come check me out. Come see me in my garden. Um, hit me up. Let me know you listen to the show because I appreciate you for doing that. Um for real this time though, I'm about to go. Um, I had a Reiki session this morning and I'm just very, I'm very grateful to be in the position where others find my light. Know that whatever you are seeking is seeking you also. Know that when it is that, whenever something that is seeking you and you are seeking it, know that, know that that is a natural attraction. So neither of you are seeking each other at that point. You all are attracting each other to one another. And when that bond gets closer, just know all that you need to have in that moment is gratitude. Expect great things, though. Expect that you can have those moments of gratitude because when you have something to be, whenever you are, are, are grateful, Spirit will always give you something to be grateful for. All right, y'all. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) Y'all, take a deep breath and be loved. All right. Bye. Originally, I had a song here, but it would keep a few of my listeners from being able to listen to the episode. So... I decided instead to add this moment of awareness with the relaxing sound of water behind me. And I just want you to allow this to carry you in to just a moment of awareness. You're not in the past. You're not in the future. You are just in a moment of relief. And I want you to remember it almost just as this. Breathe it in. Let it out. Breathe it in. Let it out. Let it go. Okay, so I want you to count in just six seconds, and I want you to release eight seconds. Now, this is just, this isn't to calm you or to make you tense. This is just to bring you into awareness, okay? So just follow it with me and be aware. So we're going to count inward. And then we're going to release outward. 
Now, if you'd like to do that again, you may. But be aware in this moment and do that as many times as you need. Ashe.